Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Netalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be speaking with Courtney Thomas. She's a health and fitness expert, personal trainer, and so much more. Today, she's going to be speaking with us about the first steps to getting healthy, how we can enjoy physical fitness by doing the things that we love to do, exploring new activities, finding a coach, and really being able to gain control of your health and fitness, asking yourself, how bad do you want it? She also addresses the of the key factors to health and fitness and nutrition and some of the things that we may be overlooking that can really make an impact on our health and fitness on a day-to-day basis. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Courtney Thomas. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show as a guest. Um, just for our listeners, can you go ahead and tell us about yourself and what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, of all. Um, so I... It's one of those things where I kind of struggle a little bit to talk about what I do, um, but I kind of have uh, recently started to refer to myself a little bit more as a women's empowerment coach uh, with the jumping off point as my starting point. So um, I started about six years ago as a personal trainer, and I worked uh, initially in a gym for a couple of years, and then I branched off and started my own business. Um, I did in-home to where I traveled to clients' homes for a few years and then uh, started delving more into the online space. And with that, obviously, I still do uh, training programs and workout programs and work with people on their physical goals, but um, I have definitely veered more off into kind of overall life and lifestyle coaching. Um, so that's a lot of what I do with women, which again, all kind of goes together with, uh, our bodies and then kind of how we show up in the world. So, um, online coaching, starting with fitness. Okay. So tell me Courtney, how you got into this field. We always like to ask, you know, what was the journey behind it? Were you always into fitness? Um, was there some, something that happened to you that made you really dive into that world and want to do more research? Kind of, where did it all start? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I was definitely not always into fitness or anything like that. In fact, I was the girl in school who hated gym class and like avoided activity like the plague. Um, eventually in my twenties, my husband was into fitness and, um, kind of dragged me along a little bit, but then eventually to really enjoying it and actually, uh, running endurance running like five K's, 10 K's, whatever. That was kind of how I really got into, um, movement and what I really enjoyed. Um, so that kind of was my starting point. And eventually after a year or two or so, I kind of, um, delved more into other areas of fitness. I was going to spinning classes. I was going to some like group strength training classes at a local gym, I was working um, in a uh, corporate position for a corporate recruiting company, um, and I hated it, basically. But I was really enjoying all this other stuff, and my husband was the one who really encouraged me and kind of was like, 
hey, Courtney, you know, people do this for a living and like somebody owns the gym that you go to and teaches the classes that you love. You could think about this. And uh, that was my jumping off point. So that was when I started doing research and I met with uh, the man who did own the gym that I went to and kind of learned about certifications and all this kind of stuff and then sort of jumped right off into it. I started with spinning. Um, and then, you know, got my personal training certification and kind of followed down the line. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's how it all went. So tell us, um, because this is, I always love the topic of health and fitness because as you know, Courtney, there's so much information out there. It's, you know, the online world, um, fitness centers, trainers, it's inundated with information that is often conflicting. Um, and so, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've, personally have worked with a number of trainers. Half of them do the paleo diet. Half of them say that you need to do cardio and strength training. Half of them say, you know, (laughs) yoga is the best for your body. You know, so I guess, where do we even start for somebody that's really, really struggling, um, to get fit where, I mean, I know it starts with the, with the mindset, but where do, where do we go for somebody that's listening to this? That's like, okay, the new year's coming up and I'm really ready to get my body back in shape. I guess, what would be the first step that you would say? Yeah, to me, the like number one most important thing is to not discount enjoying the movement that you do. So like you said, there's all of these different schools of thought out there that X, Y, or Z is the best. But the thing is, the best thing for you is the thing that you like the most and are going to enjoy and are going to do. Um, and I think that there are a lot of misconceptions that you can only, like you said, get in shape or get healthy or feel good or whatever by doing certain things. And that's just not the case. There is no, um, there's no like minimum, you know, you don't have to work out for 30 minutes in order for it to quote unquote count. Um, so in that context of, like you said, it's coming up on the first of the year and stuff like that. Like people usually have goals and all this stuff. My thing with that is like explore things, go to a yoga class. CrossFit, if you're into that, um, just add walking three times a week, or, um, you know, maybe you do invest in a personal trainer or some strength training, or you take up a couch to 5k program. All of those things are valid worth exploring because the chances are good that you're going to find something that really, again, feels good in your body. You feel good is easier for you to stick to. And like, that's your route to success. It doesn't have to follow any one of those buckets. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack just a little bit because I think that's a great idea. But what do you do when that person, um, and I'm just playing the devil's advocate, has a hard time just getting motivated, even when they love doing it? And maybe they're consistent for about a month. Let's say they go to that Zumba class. They love to dance. um, And then they work. And now instead of driving to that Zumba class, they decide to go home. And then they, you know, so how does... How do we, I guess, train ourselves to start building those habits of yes to the gym, yes to Zumba, we're going to go for that walk, we're going to do anything. How do we do, how do we get to that point? Or what are some practices we could do? Right. It's tough. Like, I I mean, we all go that. I have done it myself too, you know? Um, And you're absolutely right. You mentioned it earlier. It definitely starts with the mindset, but that's always easier said than done. So my particular style of coach is, well, one, they normally recommend, you know, consider 
finding a coach, whether that is something online or like you said, a personal trainer in person or whatever, because then it's kind of built in for you. A lot of times we struggle with accountability and that kind of goes hand in hand with the motivation. So uh, there can sometimes be a negative connotation with like that feeling of like, well, I should be able to do this myself. I should be able to, well, sometimes we just can't because life is life and you know, you just need somebody to help you with it. So that's one thing better. Um, and then is my, my answer in my style of coaching is a little more, I'm known to be a little bit more forthright and like not tough love necessarily, but a little bit, because the first thing I'm going to say is like, you know, that you get to control this. Like, this is your, you know, like, are you really ready for this? Maybe that's part of it, you know, but you, you tell me that your goal is, you know, like you said, to get to the safe, for instance, to get to that Zumba class three times a week. So if you're not, then tell me why, you know, what's, what's going on and let's figure that out, you know? And it, so sometimes that's kind of the step is, you know, breaking down those whys and then figuring out, you know, how to make that work. Maybe it's just, it, maybe it's not, like you said, fitting it into the schedule. It's okay. Well, I'm going to download a 10 minute zoom instead. And I'm going to make that happen before dinner, um, because that's easier than, Oh, I have to come home and then change and then go to the gym, whatever. Um, so, you know, breaking it down into little bits and, um, you know, figuring out what those, those bits can be to get the motivation going and keep the consistency because the consistency cannot be understated. That's for sure. Absolutely. I love that answer. So tell me, um, like, what are the factors that go, in your opinion, that go into health and fitness? Like, in order to really optimize your health and your, your nutrition and your workout, what are, what are some things that we need to be looking at? What, you know, what's compiled with it? Is it, you know, getting good rest, eating right? What, what would you say is like, these are the key factors that all together, because I, I think sometimes we, we get the misconception that it's only working out or it's only eating right, but yeah. it really is a combination of things that we kind of have to put into place. Yeah, absolutely. And what you mentioned are some of the biggest ones. I, I do think that sleep and stress management are, I would put those at my top two, even before nutrition and exercise, and especially before exercise, like in the, we live in today that cannot be understated, you know, getting, the amount of sleep that your body needs, you know, okay, say plus or minus seven hours, you know, it's, it's not the same for everybody, but like prioritizing that is huge. Getting your buns off the blue screen, you know, at a decent <laughs> time of day. Um, and then stress management is broad, but again, exploring the ways that that works for you again, maybe it is like a five minute walk. Maybe it's meditation with, you know, a guided thing on YouTube, whatever it may be like, that's really, really important. And then I think definitely nutrition is huge. Uh, and I'm again, a little bit more broad on that, like not necessarily a certain type of diet or style of eating or anything, because I think that every body is different. Every body processes different foods differently, you know? So again, that's kind of about um, what feels good in your body, but that's, you know, that's big. And again, that's a little bit of sometimes tough love, you know, like, well, I mean, yeah, you can have treats or you can try to eat in moderation or, you know, only have wine three times a week, you know, but again, like, tell that with your goals, you know, 
and exercise that you enjoy, which I already mentioned. And then I think, uh, kind of tying all those things together is, you know, doing a little bit of work on why it matters to you. How does this improve your life to work on, you know, the, the health and fitness goals that are saying that you have. So Courtney, can I, can we walk through, I guess, what your, um, what your plan looks like? So what, um, what do you do for your nutrition and what do you like? What does your exercise week look like, for example? Sure. Uh, right now, and for the past probably three ish, three to four years, I work out uh, in the gym on a what most commonly is referred to like a bodybuilding split program. So um, I have typically two up. Day, two lower body days, mm. uh, where I do about an hour long workout in the gym. Uh, I usually add about two to three days of cardio to that. Again, I still really enjoy running, but I do spend a little more time in the gym these days. Um, and then I try to get it longer, just a relaxing hike husband at some point. Um, but that's, I'm super consistent with that. Like I'm in the gym four days a week and I've got my running like two to three times nearly every week. Like no matter what's going on, it's, it is part of my stress relief actually. And, and then as, far as eating, I am absolutely a creature of habit, which I think is another hugely underrated strategy for most people. I eat, uh, the same thing for breakfast and lunch and snacks nearly every day. And I kind of rotate my dinners. Um, I thing a lot of times people have questions is like, um, you know, stuff like macros and how many carbs should I be eating and protein or plant-based or, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Um, I have, again, through that exploration, kind of gotten to know my body and I process a lot of carbs really well. I well on a higher carb diet. Um, so I eat a lot of fruits and veggies and, um, beans and I do eat bread and grains and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I have like a, a smoothie with banana and protein and whatever in the morning I have usually a, like a turkey sandwich lunch and a fruit smoothie in the afternoon and some type of a, I love like soups and stews and one pot meals. And, um, so I typically do that for dinner and it's pretty much the same every, every day and every week. You know, and it's a couple things that I've heard, um, out of what you just said. The first thing is, is that your routine in the gym and I'm looking mm -hmm. at your pictures and just for those of you that are listening that haven't really seen Courtney, like she's beautiful and she has a very feminine body. And, you know, you mentioned that you, you know, you go and you kind of do the lifting routine and there's a lot of women that have that misconception where I don't want to get bulky. Right. But I'm looking at your pictures yep. and, and yep. that's really not necessarily truth when it comes yeah. to lifting. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So do you find that when you're working with women that they, they have a little bit of that misconception of, oh, if I lift too many weights, then I'm going to end up being, you know, this big bodybuilding man? Yeah, absolutely. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I can... I, I can certainly speak to that because it's become a little bit of my, uh, you know, kind of a little, a little niche for me. Like, uh, you know, like my mine is big arms, big life. I'm into, you know, a lot of upper body lifting and, you know, that kind of thing. And certainly the, again, more uh, bodybuilding style training, which, you know, in industry jargon is hypertrophy, which essentially just means building muscles. But like you said, there's a bit of a misconception there for a lot been told for a very long time that if you lift weights, you're going to get huge, like Miss Olympia huge, which 
I can tell you, I wish like I work out a lot and I work very, very hard. And, you know, as you said, like, if you look pictures or whatever, a lot of women are like, but I want to look like you. And I'm like, okay, this is how hard I work. And they're like, wait, really? You know, but you look great. And I'm like, yeah, this is what it, you know, this is really what it looks like in reality. You know, like you, my friend, and I know you've had her on the show always says, you know, like you, you don't get muscles by accident. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to do that. So, um, a lot of what I do, especially in the beginning with new clients is, um, kind of, you know, helping them through the learning process of what, what amount of lifting that they want to achieve a certain physique, or, you know, if we even go to general program for three to four days a week, understanding that no, they're not going to come out of like the Hulk, you know, they're, it's, it's actually going to support the physicals that they find. Cause that's something I always do is say like, can example of the physique that you're thinking of. Right. And oftentimes I can kind of look and say, okay, well she probably works out four to five days a week with weights, just like we're going to do, you right. know, and kind of put their mind at ease. I love that. The other thing that I heard that I just wanted to point out, and I know this is something I personally struggle with, is it sounds like you're eating for nutrition, not for necessarily the pleasure, right? Um, you're, you're, you're eating to feed your body and to make sure that it's running and that uh, you have the energy, not necessarily that you want to indulge, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I guess it is if you're doing it all the time. And I know that that's something that most people struggle with is um, I think as a country, you know, we've gotten to the point where we're eating just because of pleasure or, you know, we have these big plates in front of us and we go to the restaurant and all kinds of stuff that's really not doing anything for our body. I think um, for me, I know it's kind of been just over time, this natural progression of learning a little bit more about food, about nutrition, about, like you said, fueling your body for the things that I want to do in conjunction with learning very clearly what feels good in my body and what doesn't. Like I definitely, I am a pro dessert person, you know, like when I go out, I'm going to have it. I often have some, you know, maybe I have a box of leftover Girl Scout cookies and I have or whatever, but like being mindful of that. Now I know, like if I go out and I eat, for instance, something heavily fried or really fatty or, you know, whatever that may be the next day, I'm like, I feel like crap. Like, you know, so over time it makes me not want to do that, you know, or certainly not as often, or, um, you know, maybe it's just a few bites here and there, that kind of a thing. Um, not because I am holding back, in any way, you know, I'm going to, I certainly eat what I want to eat, but over time, uh, I guess my taste a little bit too, you know, as, as all of those things kind of combine to where I'm like, well, but I actually enjoy this and it is an indulgence for me. Um, you know, versus like, Oh, I have a corn dog because I can, (laughs) you know, like there's a difference there. (laughs) Absolutely. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview. Um, Can you tell us one book that you've read that's really made an impact on your life? Yeah, um, I'm going to probably come out of left field with this one. But for me, it's the life-changing magic of tidying up. Um, That has like that has just like changed the last two years of my life so much. And, uh, mostly from 
clearing out all the stuff that we are kind of told that we should have and realizing that life is a lot more about experiences than stuff. And what is one top value that you've stuck with throughout your career that is a non-negotiable? Uh, for me, it's openness. Um, and I kind of, I kind of went back and forth with this, but like I would tie that with learning. And I think both of those things go together really well. Those are my top. And what's one, um, if you, I guess if you had one message left to say to the world, your final message, we call it the golden nugget here at Rise Up For You. What would that be? You are always in control of how you feel, how you look, and how you want to live. You're ready, and you don't need any permission from anyone. Beautiful. And as you know, we're the Rise Up For You podcast. The company is Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you? I love this, um, and I think it's just so perfectly descriptive in itself, but to me, it really means that you know, all of this, you know, like you talk about all the pillars and everything. It, to me, it means that you're doing this for you and not for anyone else, you know, going after exactly what you want for yourself in life in all of these areas, because you have the right to do so, the ability to do so. Wonderful. Courtney, thank you again so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. Such an honor to have you. Um, how do we stay connected with you and how do we support you and everything that you're doing? Uh, I am pretty easy to find, uh, just Courtney with a K CourtneyThomas.com, And on every social media, everything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, K Thomas fitness, pretty easy. Thank you again so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It was awesome. Thank you again for joining the Rise of You podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseofyou.com and take full advantage of the free resources and the benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. Personally, you can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars, plus a free startup guide, the six pillars to a process first life that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.